0: Hello and welcome to Discovering Dementia. I'm Penny Bell and I'm here with another short mini-series to tell you about an event held every year by the Alzheimer's Society. Each September and October, it hosts a series of sponsored walks across the UK known as Memory Walks. Thousands of incredible people like you come together to help raise money for vital dementia support and research. Dementia can have a significant impact on individuals, families and communities. In this episode, we'll get just a glimpse of how it's changed life for one couple. A warning that you may find some of what's said upsetting, but this story may also be one that resonates with you i'm helen pike i'm 58 years old i'm married to jeff who's 60 years
1: old and jeff has a form of dementia called primary progressive aphasia that's under the umbrella of the frontal temporal dementias and i'm now his full-time carer there's lots of different dementias and each person has different symptoms so it isn't all just about memory loss. Jeff doesn't have memory loss, and he wouldn't get lost if he goes out. His navigation's good, but he can't speak and he can't understand. It's an inherited dementia. His mother and his grandmother both had the same dementia. We found out that he was going to get this through genetic testing in 2015. From 2016, there were some mild symptoms, and they've been progressing ever since. We've gone through phases of him not understanding complex sentences, slowly being unable to read complex letters or paragraphs, to today he can't say anything other than yes, and yes doesn't always mean yes, so he's very nearly mute. And he doesn't understand what's being said to him either, which is really difficult when you're trying to explain things to him or trying to understand what he wants. We've developed a very basic sign language over the last couple of years, just little signs that everybody uses on a daily basis for, I don't know, eating or sleeping or thumbs up, thumbs down. And I draw a square with my hands if he wants to watch television. So we manage that way. And also because we know each other so well, there's a routine, I know roughly what he means when he's looking in a certain place or trying to go somewhere in particular. We've, we've just learned to recognise what each other wants and is doing. We had a very lucky life. I was 40 when we got together. We both had good jobs. We haven't got children, so we were free of commitment, so we could travel a lot. We did move around the country a little bit. I worked in Devon and then we moved to Jersey and we had a lovely life. Lots of friends. Jeff's an incredibly sociable person and we travelled and sailed and did lots of very pleasant things and obviously dementia has taken all of that away from us. Jeff's jobs have always been very people-orientated. He was a publican for a while and obviously was very much mine host when it was in his pub. Then he was a sales director and again, lots of talking to people, selling products, leading his team. Very bubbly, larger than life. When we were in Jersey, every day seemed to be a party day. There were always people at the house. And that's how he was. He, he made friends incredibly quickly and just a pleasure to be around. He he just raised everybody's spirits. He always thought his mum had died of Alzheimer's. His father had known that his mum had been genetically tested and had a mutation, but he didn't tell the children. We don't know why, he's long since passed away. But we found out through a cousin and an uncle, when we sat down and said, what does this mean for you potentially? It was quite devastating even then before we decided to take the test, before we even knew he was carrying the mutation. But our thought process was, if you're positive, let's make the most of life while we're fit and able and still capable of doing so. So the decision was based on it would change our future plans, and it did exactly that. We've both stopped work at the beginning of 2018 because of his dementia, him because he needed to and me so that we could spend time together. We moved from Jersey back to the UK to be close to both my family and Jeff's family, which thankfully live close together. So Jeff's brother is amazing. He's been helping out a huge amount. My sister is very helpful and we've also got friends close by. So by moving back to the area, we have deliberately built that network of friends and family around us. But till very recently, Jeff's been mobile and very independent, although his speech has been deteriorating and communication has been a problem. So most of my support to date has been the Alzheimer's Society, their website, which is hugely informative, talking to people, understanding there's other people out there and that they're having similar struggles. Now Jeff has deteriorated and he needs more care, I know that I can access the Alzheimer's Society for different elements of support. And I suspect that will be where I'll be going next. But they're a great help for understanding what you're entitled to and explaining different sorts of dementias, particularly to family members who they don't always realise dementia is not Alzheimer's dementia can be many different sorts and some of the information on the website is really helpful for that. Three weeks ago the average day was Jeff would get himself up uh, without any problem and um, we'd have some breakfast, probably walk the dogs. Then he likes going for a drive so we'd have gone off in the car and I'd taken him round the countryside and he likes to just have a look and see what's there, he doesn't particularly want to get out. And couple of times a week, his brother would come and take him out for a, a beer and they'd go off to the pub and come back, only one beer, have dinner together and then Geoff would usually go to bed early and I'd end up spending the evenings on my own. So it can be lonely at times. In the last three weeks, things have changed quite dramatically. Jeff is not able to get downstairs anymore, he's not able to do any of his personal hygiene himself, he's not mobile other than bed to chair, so things are dramatically different at the moment and the caring element has ramped up. Thankfully I have a nursing background from many years ago and I feel quite comfortable with that physical type of care, but it is putting a lot of pressure on his brother who comes across every day to help me with some of his movement. So it's very different now, and I can see that we've entered another phase. This whole disease seems to be in phases. You have a phase where it's communication, a phase where mobility changes. This phase we're in at the moment, I'm having to feed Jeff. But he's still there. He still knows who I am. He knows everybody that's been to visit. He still recognises everybody, but it's very sad. It's very sad to see somebody disappearing in front of you. People describe it as a a years-long bereavement process. And I understand exactly why people say that. Jeff isn't the Jeff that I married, he's still in there. But it's very hard to watch somebody deteriorate in this way. At least we took the action that we did. Um, We both left work and we were able to do a lot between 2018 and things getting as bad as they are today. I've been trying to connect with different groups and societies and raise awareness of dementia. I mean, Jeff's been very active in research. He's participated in drug research in London. And his view is that if he doesn't do this sort of thing, then the future generations are not going to benefit from what the doctors can gain now from researching people like Jeff. So when the Memory Walk was advertised last year, I said to Jeff, shall we do it? I'm not sure that he thoroughly understood what I was talking about. But I thought it'd be a good opportunity to get together with some of our friends locally and meet up and do the walk. We didn't join one of the big public walks. They're quite a distance from us. And I thought Jeff would be more comfortable and appreciate it more if we got our own group of friends together. So we went to a local park, um, East Carlton Park, which is a lovely walk. Friends came and joined us. Everybody brought their dogs. My dogs were dressed up in bandanas with the Alzheimer's Society logos on and we all wore T-shirts. And it wasn't a particularly long walk, but it was really lovely. Jeff appreciated having all his friends around. Other people in the park noticed us. They saw our T-shirts. They asked us questions and we were able to say why we were trying to raise money for the Alzheimer's Society. Because they do such good work, not just in supporting people like Geoff and I, but also in the research that they fund. And I'm a big believer that unless we put more money and more effort into research for dementia, we're never going to find good treatments or cures. So this, to me, was all about raising money for the research element, because I just think that's the future of improving how we manage dementia. To me, it gave me quite a lot, because... Your friends come together, you suddenly realise that you have got all this support around you and people are trying to help you in whatever small way they can. When I asked for donations, you know, sponsorships, saying I wanted to do this walk, I just put something out on social media to my friends and we raised about a £1,000 and it was just... It was supportive and uplifting for me and for Geoff it was a case of seeing all of his friends around him and going for a stroll around this lovely park with all the dogs and he really enjoyed that. You could tell that he had a happy time. So yes, I'd encourage anybody, particularly if they've had dementia affect their family because it feels like you're giving something back and you're actually trying to help future generations whether or not they join public ones which I understand they're very well organised and quite uplifting with huge crowds or they do something a bit like we did where you get your own crowd together and just walk a personal memory walk. Absolutely anybody can take part in a memory walk. It doesn't have to be a long walk. The walks range from a couple of kilometres to up to 10 kilometres if you want to so it's personal choice how far you actually walk. It's really all about the taking part. You do commit to trying to raise a minimum of about £160 through sponsorship, but I know that if if that's not possible, they are still happy to welcome you onto the memory walk. Part of it will go to help the research that is so critical for the future, and the other part will go to support people like Geoff and I whilst we're actually going through this journey of dementia. It's trying to highlight that dementia comes in all sorts of shapes and sizes and guises and for people just to understand it a bit more and look out for their family. And it's a devastating disease and it affects hundreds of thousands in the UK and they anticipate it growing. So we do really need to get some research underway that is going to give us some breakthroughs.
0: Memorywalk.org.uk Memory walk.
1: Memory walk. Memory walk. Dot dot
0: Thank you to Helen for sharing her story. To find out more about the Alzheimer's Society and the Memory Walks, go to memorywalk.org.uk. And if you have any pictures of you when you take part in the event, please feel free to share them with me. I'd love to see how you do. Check the show notes for more details. Bye for now.